Dude, I went and bought fish tacos when I was hungover the other day, and I first ordered, like, fish and chips, and then the girl was like, anything else? And I, like, stood at the menu longer, and I was like, actually, can I get, um, can I get the fish tacos instead? She goes, good choice. Hits me with a wink. Ma'am! <laughs> and then, sidebar there, I guess, that winking. This is the second wink that I've received this week. Uh, and every time I'm winked at, I want to wink back like it's a wink five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Woe There Podcast. How are you guys doing? My name is Marcelo. I'm Adrian. I, uh, I'm coming to you live from uh, Edmonds, Washington, which is like, I don't know, 30 minutes away from Seattle or so. Uh, also, the geography of Washington is very interesting. Like, I was under the impression that all of this is Seattle, and it turns out, like, just a, a it's not like San Diego County. There, there's not, like, Seattle County. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so assume in, the same thing, actually. Yeah, so we're in Edmonds, which is fine. It's cool. It's, um, I think, an area called, <laughs> maybe it is Seattle County, because people call it Seattle Heights. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we just don't know anything about this. Buddy, I... Uh, well, first of all, I guess, sidebar here, um, you know, getting to do last week's episode, um, was so awesome and so much fun. And, um, I, earlier before we'd made that episode, I had been listening to a Julian Baker interview where she was talking with the lead singer of the guy from Touche Amore, Jeremy Bulmer. Okay. Jeremy Balmer asked her, like, when was the first time that you were on stage feeling like, oh, this is like, you know, this is what I want to be doing or whatever. Her response was something like, oh, my first show and, you know, just getting to make music with my friends and doing that type of stuff felt like the dream was being actualized. And, um, you know, walking into your room the other day and you handing me an iPad with, you know, uh, 24 different drum pads on it, each one with a yeah. different sound. Like, that was such a, like, holy crap, this is what real radio sounds like. This is a real show, dude. Like, this is oh, Julian sick. Baker's words, the dream <laughs> actualized. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I know the feeling that you mean. That's why I was, they don't want to, I wanted to tell you when I set it up, because I was like, I know how to do this. I can set this up. I know I'm a producer. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, nah, I'm going to surprise him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a good surprise. Also, <laughs> hey, sidebar, back to last week. Um... I, I want to point out that you you said how great it was to work with me for several years, and then I said I had a nightmare about working. I didn't say <laughs> it was amazing, too. Yeah, no, it was... Uh, so, you know, to tie up some loose ends there, um, I do think it was great working with my best friend, so that's absolutely why I'm doing this podcast now. <laughs> oh, uh, dude, that's so funny. Just, just you know, but, um, continuing what we were doing back there. Dude, yeah, definitely. Do you have any loose ends that we needed to say? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, I do have a loose end to tie up as well. Last week, I was making the point that um, <laughs> that when you believe that you know how the world's going to end, 
and then I just didn't finish that thought. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that if you believe that you have an inside track to how the world's going to end, you are more susceptible to believe other conspiracies. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can. I I feel you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, God damn God right. Damn right. <laughs> I'm glad that we did get back to this uh, conspiracy theories thing because I also have to go back into a loose end again. I have three random things to say about the, the QAnon um, documentary. There's the oh, I finished uh, it. Did you finish it? I didn't. I still st- I'm still at where I was. I meant to pick it up, but I just haven't. Dude, it's very, very interesting. You finish your thoughts and I'll just kind of like, I'll talk about that a little bit. Well, my thoughts are all dumb thoughts. So um, I definitely know at least one person who believes the QAnon stuff. <gasps> who? Horrifying. I can't say on a podcast. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's my crazy friend. Whoa, there. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whoa there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, just cut me out and throw a woe there. Yeah, woe there, hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because they said Hillary Clinton's sacrificing children, and I said, oh, I know who that is. Oh, Pizzagate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Every dude that's being interviewed, whether they're a part of QAnon, researching QAnon, whatever, they look like their name is Brad. (laughs) Every single guy. Like the guys hosting the podcast, Brad's. The, you know? You and I, Brad's. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then lastly, like they're going, there's a point in like I think episode two where they're going through like the top influencers, I guess, in the QAnon thing. And they oh, mentioned sure. someone mm-hmm. named Tracy Beans. Why are you listening to, with any seriousness, someone named Tracy Beans? Lisa! <laughs> no, I know that she has no control over her name. That is the name that she has. But I still wouldn't take her seriously because her name is Tracy fucking Beans. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got on QAnon. Um, Speaking of like like your friend, uh, like you knowing that your friend is into QAnon, that's kind of like in the same uh, vein as knowing that your friends are um, pandemic believers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you, also, <laughs> have you come like across any something. of those? Um, I've come across people saying things that are, like, close enough. You know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah. they, without fully saying it, they're just like, it's just kind of convenient. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, for sure, I have one friend, um, my friend. Won't air. Um, who um, that he posts and has been posting pandemic stuff for almost a year and a half, and every single time he posts something, I reported a spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's actually what I need to start doing. My <laughs> but yeah, I like I had one of my cousins yesterday tell or no scratch that scratch that. Um, this is kind of funny. My aunt has really been trying hard to get um, my grandparents to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And they were a little bit reluctant, but they finally, like, gave in and got vaccinated. 
and then the Johnson and Johnson article about the blood clots came out, and they got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Oh, <laughs> no. So my grandma's been walking around calling it the death shot. <laughs> oh man. That's that was the one that my grandma wanted to get because it was one shot. Yeah, um, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Probably because so. you hate yourself or something. <laughs> Um, speaking of families getting that, uh, almost everyone at my grandma's house has gotten it, um, except for my aunt who thinks that there's a chip in it. And she said, this is my favorite part. I think I've told you this before, but I love reiterating this. Um, she knows there's a chip in the vaccine because it was written in the Bible. And she's not wrong about that. (laughs) Are you insane? (laughs) She's absolutely right. It connects to your cerebral cortex and then it starts transmitting to the devil. Dude, that's like um, when I was, uh, I, I went on a, I went on a, a hinge date um, <laughs> with this girl and she was talking about like, oh yeah, you know, like I'm not vaccinated, but you know, we've been in quarantine for a while. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anybody out there who's like, you know not really crazy about COVID and the restrictions and stuff. I go, yeah, dude, I totally feel that. Plus, COVID was just a plot by the Democrats to get Donald Trump out of office. So now that he's not there anymore, we ain't got to worry about it. (laughs) 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 Buddy, she, like, I mean, I feel like, (laughs) I don't know that there is any other, like, what am I trying to say here? Like, just like the the understanding in her face of just like nodding along and being like, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I like, you know, obviously I like started busting up laughing. I was like, oh, dude, I'm like just kidding or whatever. But you can't walk that one back. Yeah. <laughs> she she thinks I was oh, yeah. at the she thinks I was at the Capitol on January sixth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She thinks that you're an insurgent. <laughs> Um, but but um, also, hey, actually, like, really following that, like, everyone really did act, acted like there was no fucking coronavirus as soon as it was Joe Biden. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They absolutely did. Uh, it's just what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, dude, speaking of the QAnon documentary, my favorite part um, about that whole thing was... At the end, where I think it's the last episode where they're um, doing, uh, or like it, it takes place during COVID and stuff, and it starts mm-hmm. talking about like how Ron Watkins was the guy who came up with all of the um, the Wuhan theories and stuff, and that it like broke out and uh, broke out from a lab and those types of things. Basically, every single thing that Trump retweeted came from Ron Watkins. Oh, nice. And um, they kind of break that type of stuff down. And I don't know, like, for me, like, I like seeing the, I, the how the sausage is made, if you will. Like, it's cool to see that train of thought traced all the way back to that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, you're like, how, how did it get this out of hand? Well, I right. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I, I, I don't know, I... I Again, would highly recommend Q into the storm for anybody uh, who 
is just looking for something to watch. Also looking for an alternative explanation to the way things are. I'm just kidding. Don't believe in Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that you had to stop. You're like, I can't finish this one. <laughs> I can't let it fully stop. I can't reach that period. Um, so that being said, like, you know, making the episode last week was so much fun. And earlier this week, you and I had like a faux pre-production meeting um, where we basically tried to see if we could get these um, soundboards to work over Zoom so we could record um, remotely if we had to. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, we spent like an hour doing that and uh, almost <laughs> maybe maybe like a test episode or whatever. And so I packed all of my items in my computer bag, got everything ready, all my cords, um, USB things. I got the microphone wrapped up and put in my computer bag and everything. I never traveled with a microphone before. Mm -hmm. um, and I got in the Uber to go to the airport. And as I was pulling on the 163, I realized that I forgot my laptop charger and my USB converter to lightning. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, how are you charging your laptop? Are you, did you just turn it off the whole time? Well, fortunately, my sister ended up having um, a cable, so uh, I was not full on up the up the what up the creek without a paddle, if you will. Um, and yeah, no, my sister kind of ended up saving the day, but still, dude, <laughs> like only I would eat, work so hard to make sure that it was going to be perfect just to leave my cables at home. Your entire speaking device. <laughs> Wait, I mean, at least you had this. Because if not, you would just be using like the MacBook speaker with your face on the thing. Like, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To my podcast. Nobody wants that. Instead, it's just poor audio quality from the Apple headphones. <laughs> king of the stupids! You're right. Definitely the king of the stupids. Absolutely. Got him right there. But um, what's up, dude? How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing doing good. I had my first uh, day of work, so that was cool. It was fun. At um, your new job? Yes. Yeah, it was on Zoom. So uh, this this will run me straight into day in the life. Are you cool with that? Yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So first Zoom meeting uh, opened up with, and this really threw me off uh, because... You know how like every Zoom meeting opens up, it's like meet your hosts and there's pictures and like some old background music playing. Mm -hmm. It started off with vocals that I know. It was like a day to remember. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, why do I know this voice? All right. And then the bass dropped and a baby voice was there. And then it turned into like dubstep. And I was so confused. <laughs> it turns out that a day to remember did a song with Marshmallow. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh -huh, and uh -huh. that's the song that was playing. But I was like just, you know, expecting more a day to remember kind of music. And then all of a sudden, da, 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 and a bass drop. I was terrified. <laughs> 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 yep. Dude, dude, I, uh, I've been in Seattle since Thursday. Um, it's been really fun to like hang out with my family and stuff. Um, you'll appreciate this. Uh, this story maybe illustrates uh, how much of a degenerate I am <laughs> because uh, my family was like pouring tequila 
for mm -hmm. everybody and stuff. Everyone like raises their glasses and they're like, oh, salute, salute. And mm -hmm. we cheers. I shoot mine back and the whole table looks at me like, dude, this is an $80 bottle of tequila. You're not supposed to shoot it back. <laughs> You're supposed to sip it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> well, you know what? Honestly, I would have done the exact same. I, why would I sip tequila? Well, see, I was asking myself that exact same question. But then there I was, sitting at the table with the grown-ups, like, uh, sipping tequila, drinking Bud Light, hanging out, living moss. And I woke up on Friday morning, and I kind of had a headache, but I was like, nope, I'm just going to power through it. And I went out, and I sat with my family for, like, two hours and just drank coffee and hung out. And then they were going to start making breakfast. So I went and laid down in my bed. And as soon as I laid down, dude, that's when like the nausea set in. And then it was just off to the races, man. Just puking yeah. for the oh, next God. five hours. <laughs> oh, God. Five hours. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, oh, go ahead. You said off to the races in my head, just saying that in Lana Del Rey's voice. <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I just remember, I don't not remember, I imagine you scrambling from the bed and like off to the races starts playing and you're rushing to the bathroom. Dude, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, dude. I, after my first puke, I was like, oh, I'm going to walk to the store and just buy some Tylenol because I forgot to pack mine. And so... I was walking through the parking lot of the shopping center, had to hide behind some bushes and uh, throw up there. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Couldn't even make it there. <laughs> that's that's but, um, absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, dude, um, I don't know. Then I, I, I just like uh, from there went and like walked down to like downtown Edmonds area. It's kind of like Seaport Village. Um, a little bit, but if like Seaport Village had more local restaurants, if that made sense. Or if okay, that makes like sense. if it wasn't just for tiny little hot sauce shops. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a lot more going on there. It was kind of like it was kind of like Fifth Avenue Hillcrest area. Okay, like yeah, okay, Washington. that makes some sense. Yeah, it was like if somebody picked that up and then dropped it at Seaport Village. But how close were you to Forks, Washington? That is three hours away, and my awesome. aunt has asked me if we can go there every single day since we've been here. <laughs> but we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. She's so excited because she's like, I know he likes Twilight. I know he wants to see Forks. <laughs> and it's like... Dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. It's three hours away, man. Come on. All right, let's not overdo it. <laughs> yeah, that is a real that's like driving to Ventura right now. Dude, I know, I know. Um, but buddy, the the wedding was uh off the rails, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Good way, bad way, both. In the best of way, because Perfect. I was like, oh, I want to wait and to record until after the wedding because I feel like something's gonna happen that'll be worth talking about. Mm. And uh, the wedding did not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> you got your content. Guy, they were like, you know, it, it's a COVID wedding. 
Um, so like everyone's wearing masks, everybody's super spread out. There was, um, like the reception was like charcuterie boards, um, which is fine. You know, it was cool. It was like a pretty, pretty small ordeal. Um, no alcohol and also like was at a church. So the vibe really wasn't like disposable ice chest, but there was a, um, a brewery around the corner in the same parking lot. And so, um, after the service during the, like, I, what would have been the cocktail hour, I guess, like my family and I just like invaded the brewery next door, and, like took, like had a six top with like nine people at it, <laughs> like just big chilling. Um, it was pretty funny. Um, like everybody was hanging, all my family was hanging out. Everybody ordered drinks and stuff. And then my mom called my dad and was like, yo, uh, everybody has to come back. Like they're starting to be seated or whatever. My dad's like, oh, like, let's go, let's go. And then he's like, don't worry, I'll pay for these drinks. My aunt is like, no, it's cool. I got it. He goes, all right, sounds good. Thanks. And he just walks out of the restaurant. <laughs> Oh, you got it perfect. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> um, but so, like, um, you know, the service though is what I really want to talk about because, dude, the the pastor is talking about like, I don't know, normal marriage stuff and like reading the the same Bible verses that every you know Christian minister reads at a wedding. The one that's like, uh, you know, man leaves his wife and becomes one and the flesh and all, you know, whatever. I don't know the, I don't know the things. But then he goes, and another one of these unions, one, another, another union that's really important in marriage is the union of sex. And like, everybody is just kind of yeah. like shifting in their seats. And he's like, now I know that some of you might have a taboo relationship with sex, but God loves sex and God created sex for marriage. And sex is a generous act. And you can see that through the text where the Bible says he went into her. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mother trucker, dude. <laughs> Brother, he church? said, he, he took the metaphor further and said, God impregnates us with his word. <laughs> oh, no! What? He's a criminal. We what was the reason, bitch? <laughs> say that. Why dude, would he need to do that? It was just, it was so cringe, dude. And the whole time, like, my aunt and I are just, like, trying not to laugh. And, um, at the end of like the service or whatever or like at the end of like that speech or whatever the pastor's like all right so as their first act of marriage and my aunt whispers in my ear they're gonna have sex on stage <laughs> hey what happened <laughs> I love that your aunt was like, okay, yeah, this is weird, so I'm going to make a joke right now. It was just so <sighs> cringe, dude. Like, sex on stage. never in all my years. <laughs> Did you um, audibly bust up laughing? 
Because I would have. I have gotten pretty good at like masking my laugh behind like wheezes. You know what I'm saying? I get uh, it was a it was a hefty wheezy laugh. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I get that. But also, that is so just hilarious. That how do you not just choke up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're sitting there watching an uh, like an awkward marriage speech, and then your aunt leans over. They're gonna have sex on stage. <laughs> like, dude, I would, yeah, I would just no. scream. Yeah, it was it was cringe, dude. It was oh maybe that oh oh Man. dude. Speaking of cringe, should we do some cringe chronicles? Oh gosh, cringe chronicles. I couldn't really properly think of one, so I've got an assortment of random stories that made me cringe throughout my life with my family. <laughs> cringe. <laughs> um, cool. So um, this week for cringe chronicles. Given that I'm with my family, um, I thought it would be fun to tell a, a cringe family story. And uh, so, again, Cringe Chronicles is a story that, like, no matter how much time passes, when you think about it, it just makes you cringe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it just makes you, like, fold your want to fold your face in, disappear. And so... Uh, in the summer of 2019, my brother got married in Hawaii and, um, at the rehearsal dinner, that crap at the rehearsal dinner, everyone was getting up and like sharing stories and giving speeches and doing toasts and such. Um, and my mom got up and gave a speech that was, I don't know, just made me think about like when we were younger and it was just like my mom and my brother and my sister and I, and we were just like living in a little two bedroom in Spring Valley and like how we're all grown now. Mario's getting married. I was thinking about all of these things and I just start crying. And, um, my grandma like was sitting next to me and she squeezes my knee and she leans over and she goes, it's okay, mijo, you'll find someone soon. <laughs> Probably because you hate yourself or something. <laughs> it was just one of those like. <laughs> Dang, you're almost going like below the belt here. Rude. Dude, yeah. That's a good one. Um, mine's probably not nearly as good. Um, Dude, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, let's see. To pick. So I, I think that this is uh, kind of funny, kind of cringy, um, cringy in the fact that I feel like I ruined something for my sister, and I always think about that in like a weird way. Like <laughs> I just have anxiety, um, and when I was like, my sister's like eleven years older than me, so yeah. when I was like really young, she had this big, huge crush on. Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know the actor's <laughs> real name. Okay. Uh -huh. But she loved him. She had like posters of him and stuff. And I just remember being like younger and I would walk, I walked into her room once and I was like, is that dad? <laughs> and she just, like, she, I literally think from that moment on, she just like took the posters down and all that. She's like, he looks like my father. That's disgusting. <laughs> So to bring that full circle, it, Dumb Good did a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer drop, 
and I'm going to buy her an angel shirt. <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, remember when I thought this looked like dad? And then just give it to her. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I, I think about that. I'm like, did, did, was I the reason she literally just stopped liking that show? Because <laughs> I said, hey, that looks like dad. You know how much I sacrificed? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she probably oh, like dude. she. Wa- I walked in and then she was like, "All right, that's it, Senor." <laughs> took all his posters down. Oh, dude, I totally forgot. I totally, I, I just had a total, just like, oh my god, this was so terrible. So I'm on the plane, right? Okay. And first of all, like on the plane coming to Seattle, mm-hmm. and first of all, the I can hear the crew behind me talking about like yeah i don't know someday planes might be self-flying and then if they're self-flying then i don't think they're going to need pilots or stewardess anymore but they might still need stewardess after they need pilots because the planes already kind of fly themselves anyways and like so i've got this conspiracy crew behind me going (laughs) (laughs) which is fine not a big deal i just like pop in my airpods put on the noise cancellation and it's you know we're good. I don't hear anything. I'm just like reading my book. And so the crew is coming around to do the drink service and stuff. And one of the stewardess is like, can I get you something to drink? I go, yeah, for sure. I'll take a water. She goes, okay, cool. She hands me a water. I say, thank you. Mind you, I still have my headphones in, still have noise cancellation on, just Mm -hmm. received my water back to my book. All of a sudden, I feel an arm grabbing my arm and pulling it, and I hear someone faintly saying, oh, can I see that? Oh, can I see that? (laughs) And I look up, and the stewardess is grabbing my arm, trying to look at the eye tattoo in my ditch. Why? Of my arm. I don't know, like, like there's not a pandemic happening. Like, reaching out and grabbing strangers is appropriate. Like, when would that ever be fine, COVID or not COVID? That's what I'm saying, dude. Don't grab me. I'm scared half to death. (laughs) I would just scream. I would be like, ah! It gets gets better than that, buddy, because she's like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's look at the detail. Like, your tattoo is so good. My daughter draws eyes. She draws real well. She might be a tattoo artist. I'll have to show you. I'll have to show you. I'll have to show you. And she, like, leaves. I just kind of, like, nod along enough to get her to walk away. (laughs) And then, again, back to the book, all of a sudden there's a telephone in my face (laughs) with the drawing of an eye. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, and she's like, yeah, this is a drawing that she did on a hand with just an ink pen. And then she like swipes again and she's like, this is a drawing that she did for my friend. My friend asked her to draw it and I go, oh, that one's really good too. She goes, yeah, this one's not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one kind of sucks, but thanks for hyping her up. (laughs) So yeah, dude, that was the flight in, which was like so... Uh, dude, just just cringe. Like yeah. I don't know how else to describe it, dude. Like it was bad. It was not Buddy, tight. Help. I've been kidnapped <laughs> by a monster trying to relate to me. <laughs> That's you, for real. Oh my goodness. Um, Should we do fell flat? 
Sure. Or don't be like, what is it called? Don't be don't like my Don't be friend. like my friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, hit the drop. Guys, don't be like my friend here. So uh, this week we're introducing or trying out a new segment called Don't Be Like My Friend Here. And basically the idea of this segment is um, to tell either personal stories or stories about other people acting crazy um, in the public setting or in a public setting rather. Um, and so I suppose this week's story is a personal one. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, Don't be like my friend here. <laughs> so I was out with some pals um, in uh, in Normal Heights the other night. We were doing a little bar hopping um, and we were going from one place to the next. And I noticed one of the kids in our group had a Georgia sweater on, which... If you're up to date in the news, you know that like Georgia is or has been uh, the center of some pretty, uh, pretty serious voter controversy, um, given some of the laws that they've passed to try and like shore up um, voter or to shore up what, what are they? They're trying to keep uh, voter fraud down, right? They're trying to mm -hmm. act against voter fraud. Uh, except there is no evidence of voter fraud <laughs> in, in any election. King of <laughs> the <it's> stupids! <laughs> yeah, king of the stupids. Um, and so I, I noticed this Georgia sweater, and there's kind of a lull in the conversation, and I go, hey, didn't they just pass some really cool voter reform laws in Georgia? And no one laughed. <laughs> They thought, <laughs> they thought you were a hundred percent serious. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, like, you can't walk that one back. Like, no. I don't know, like, yeah, I'm oh. just kidding, guys. Like, <laughs> I think that you should have just thrown that out anyway, just as a last yeah. resort. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm just kidding. Well, I just was kind of like, screw you guys. That was funny. <laughs> Dude, also tell me why whenever I see Stacey Abrams, I think Stormy Daniels. <laughs> and Stacey Abrams obviously is that, uh, was it she the, the Senate? She won the, not, she didn't win the Senate. She won the, she's a congresswoman for Georgia, right? Like you just see the name, yeah, yeah. That's why. It, yeah, <laughs> why would Storm Daniels? Who I know that she, Stacey Abrams, is the Democrat who like basically made it so that Georgia would vote Democratic, right? In the that their electoral college votes would go that way. Is that wrong? She founded the Fair Fight Action. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester. <laughs> I said that because I looked on Google. Oh, she serves in the Georgia House of Representatives. And you see her name and you think Stormy Daniels? I think you it's see just, her I think it, face. I think it's just the two, no two first names. I think it's a two first names type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Daniels is a last name. 
I know. But we have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Oh, oh no, dude. Um, okay. So I also have a personal don't be like my friend here. I'm the friend. Don't be like me. Um, so after work one day, Marcelo had asked me if I wanted to go to a bar. I don't remember the bar. but um, Punchbowl Social. Punchbowl Social because it was uh, Maggie's birthday. That's right. It was Maggie's birthday. And uh, she said, stop by. So we, we had just gotten off work. It wasn't far. So we went. And couldn't find her anywhere. So we just sat at the bar. Um, and I have anxiety in all social situations. So I'm already scared, just terrified. Uh, the bartender comes up. She asks me and Marcelo, you know, you guys want anything to drink? Marcelo orders a drink. I politely decline. And then I stare at the menu for about 45 seconds and decide, no, I, I do want a drink. So I shout, hey, um, sorry, excuse me. Just, she, I am ignored because <laughs> I'm yelling at a woman who's literally helping other people. Dude, if I remember right, you said hey and banged on the table. <laughs> even better. Even better. You went, hey. Uh, <laughs> I think that that part was probably just like a, oh, I figured out what I want, not a, come look at me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But, but either way, what it, it was, translates what matters, how it the came exact off. same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> either way, I just said hey and yelled at this woman like an absolute <laughs> asshole. Um, you are think, an absolute disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was sad. Um, I uh, regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that I... She did come back to take my order, but I was just embarrassed. I was just in shame the rest of the night. <laughs> I, I, I got a question for you here. Okay. Are surprises, or rather, are surprise visits inconsiderate? Oh, um, I'm going to say yes, because as touched on like four times prior, I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> so anything that surprises me is not a good surprise usually unless it's like a gift because that's it, something I don't really have to do anything for I think that surprises have to be so carefully orchestrated like you have to have somebody else in on the surprise so that the surprisee isn't too inconvenienced yeah yeah do you know you what I mean sure it's it's gonna work out like if one party is making plans for Thursday night but like someone's planning on surprising that person on Thursday night. Like, what is that person who gets surprised supposed to do with their plans? Cancel on the plans or cancel on this surprise? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like that's why it's like an awkward situation. Um, also, like, you weren't expecting to do something with that person. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get that, like, surprises are sweet. And, like, I get yeah, that, absolutely. like, people like them and stuff. But also, like... Is there not like a respect for time or yeah. something like that? <laughs> it's like surprise! I showed up to take up your entire day. And you have no choice but to hang out with me. Oh, you're working? Too bad. I flew in from Paris. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like oh shit. Okay. Dude, yeah. No, I don't like surprises. Um, do you have anything else? You want to do one last thing? No, we can do one last thing. 
I suppose another loose end to tie up is explaining the segment one last thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would um, One last thing is basically a segment where we just kind of can say whatever we want. And I mean, granted, we already kind of do, but this is just kind of for like one-off thoughts, things that don't fit into a segment, just something that we want to get out there. Um, I've been seeing the movie Nomadland a lot in the news lately. Um, Nomadland is a movie that's on Hulu. It's about this uh, Amazon worker who works in like the seasonal farms and lives in a van um, when she's not working for Amazon. Um, and it's nominated for several Academy Awards. I watched it. I cried three times. Doesn't really mean anything because I cry during everything. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> um, but the articles that I've been seeing about this movie are not how good the movie is. It's about how it doesn't do a good enough job at showing or villainizing Amazon. And we talked about Amazon last week, and uh, I suppose we're both... Uh, faux supporters because we use the service but we don't like it <laughs> yeah but um you know man sometimes movies are just movies and not everything has to be like a social statement or uh you know showing the ugliest parts of everything i think that like if we could just let movies be movies i think that the world might be a little less stressed out all right that's fine. You said shut up. <laughs> shut up, you, bitch! I think it's just propaganda for Amazon. But. Uh, you should watch that movie, though, Adrian. It's really good. It's not about Amazon. The, like, oh, she yeah, just yeah. It's she just, just about there. this girl. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just happens to be her job. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'd be down to watch that, but I have to finish watching iCarly first. <laughs> um... My one last thing is very fucking heavy. Uh, my one last thing, I'm just going to leave it at. If you um, fuck Florida, uh, <laughs> if you think that you have to examine a child's genitals to play a sport, then, like, I don't know, maybe that child should not. Like, that's not a sport for children. What do the genitals have to do with that? Dude, Anyways, yeah. So uh, I invite the entire state of Florida to come fucking fight me. Oh, dude, cage match? Yeah, cage match. Let's go. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, see. this has been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, man. Uh, until next time. Yeah, thank you, man. Whoa, 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 whoa.